beware, this is So You Goose That Was Bumps Do You. In this little spin-off pod, we take a look back at the Goosebumps TV series from the nightmarish 90s. My name is Evan, and once again I'm joined by full inductee of the pod, Johnny. Johnny, it's been too long. How are you doing? <laughs> I mean, I can't remember the last time we spoke. It's, uh, it's, it's been traumatic for me. Um, yeah, good. Still good. Still good, yes. That was a nice, funny little joke, because we just recorded an episode. <laughs> Rolling straight into this one, baby. Trying to get as many done as we can, because we're off on a little holiday, aren't we, Johnny? Going on our ollie bobs. Yes. Yeah, man. Very Can't excited. Bloody wait. A little trip to Italy, lots of pasta, and not as much goosebumps. <laughs> as we watched episode three last week, I thought we'd really shake things up last week. Like I didn't just say we recorded last episode two minutes ago. <laughs> As we watched episode three last week, I thought we'd really shake things up and watch episode four of Goosebumps, The Girl Who Cried Monster. And if you're unaware of that reference, there's a fantastic bit of trivia I found on the IMDb, which will really clear this up for you. You know that classic fairy tale, The Boy Who Cried Wolf? Yeah. Now you get it. That's it. (laughs) How is that trivia? I didn't put that together. (laughs) Thank you so much. Uh, as you can tell, I really struggled to find any trivia for these. Cause one about that girl eating worms in the first episode, the haunted yeah. mask, was fucking gold. There is yeah. nothing about any of these other people other than tarnished careers. It set the bar pretty high. It set the bar pretty high. No one, annoyingly, I forgot to say in the last episode, but a few of them went on to do pretty good stuff. But in this one, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I checked out Michael in the last episode. Uh, Mm. much like that pedophile in the last episode checked out Michael but not so much like that actually more in a I took a look at the actor's IMDB way rather than asking a boy for the time seductively but hey hey, I'm I'm fucking railroading myself here (laughs) let's get started with the plot or not (laughs) Lucy enjoys frightening people particularly particularly her little brother with tales of monsters but when she finally sees a real monster no one will believe her. Not as seamless as the last plots and up that. I did fuck that up, but hey, we got to the end of it. <laughs> it's a high level of reading. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of the young adult books, clearly. I'm not quite there yet. Well, this episode opens with a voiceover of Lucy, who's saying she loves to scare her little brother, Randy. Great little boy's name. As she yeah. tells him scary stories about monsters until he begs her to stop. And she's always teasing him by saying that she can see monsters everywhere. When you first start watching this, it just does seem like more of the usual goosebump stuff where one kid bullies another kid for 20 minutes. Yeah. And I'm not ruining anything here by saying this now. They're monsters. Why is this boy... And they know they're monsters. So why is this boy afraid of monsters? Yeah, you would think that they would be accustomed to it, judging by what their parents look like. And knowing full well that they exist in the world. Maybe it's the threat of other monsters. I guess so, yeah. But even still, like, it's not like a normal child. No, yeah. (laughs) So she says, I guess that's why nobody believed me when I saw a real monster until it was too late. And I was going to go on a whole nother rant about how, why do these episodes always spoil the twist for you Mm. before you get to the ending? But this actually has a twist, which we have spoiled, which is that actually they are monsters. (laughs) (laughs) So really on theme here. Randy's playing in the grass barefoot, and then all of a sudden Lucy pops up out of nowhere and asks Randy if he's ever heard of the Razor Tooth 
toe biter. Uh, this mm. is just one of her classic wind-ups that she just alluded to in the voiceover. And she is so intense in everything yeah. she does. I know she's a child, but her choices for this character are insane. <laughs> she's like wide-eyed, massive wide eyes all the time. I don't think she blinks once. She's telling this little boy about the monster that's going to chew off her feet. She's like really loves terrifying him. She says that what's the point in having a little brother if you can't torture him? Yeah. Which I think is meant to be a playful thing, but she is torturing that young boy. As we as said in the last episode, I know nothing of this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I was the youngest of a lot, so... Uh, the little uh, Prince Prince Jonathan, he was a... Uh, On that trickle-down love, mate. Yeah. Although my brother did kick a football directly in my face and break my nose when I was little, but... And you were haunted by a, a Victorian boy. <laughs> Other than that, normal childhood. Haunting <laughs> makes it sound more sinister than it was. He, just he lived in your cupboard, cupboard, Johnny! <laughs> Holding your clothes hostage! <laughs> Wearing a top hat, I assume. Yeah. Uh, he wore like a little like Peaky Blinders hat. Uh, oh, oh, so he had some newspapers, supposedly. Yeah, <laughs> read all about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Randy tries to complain to his mum, but the mum has all the authority as a tub of vanilla ice cream in telling, what's this girl's name? I forgot, Lucy. <laughs> Not yeah. to do it. She just loves this too much to give it up. And then we cut to Lucy going to the library where she is returning black beauty as she's part of like this young readers program that this this episode pushes mm. books quite a bit yeah. why <laughs> I, I don't know mate. maybe it's a commentary on like the, the dwindling popularity of libraries and books at this time period <laughs> who knows goosebumps books were really popular so it's a, it's a bit Super odd that this popular, is the choice yeah yeah do you remember when those fairs would come around your school mm. uh, yeah it was a book fair and they just have shelves of goosebumps that's all anybody ever yeah. got they used to come in the big boxes didn't they like the collections yeah and yeah, they'd also sell, that. like, little knickknacks and shitty toys and stuff and bits of candy. Oh, man, those were good days. <laughs> oh. Not for those who can't read. <laughs> oh, yeah. But me, yeah. yeah. <laughs> me too. Not at that level. <laughs> <laughs> but she tells the librarian that Black Beauty would have been better if the horse had two heads and a big old set of gnarly fangs. This kid loves mm. monsters. Yeah, Evident by her taking out Frankenstein this time. And the kid she says, who's in this episode here and there, but we don't know his name, uh, wouldn't it be cool if monsters were real? Firstly, you're stood next to one. That fucking kid you're with, your mate, she's a fucking monster. And I didn't even know she was a monster at this point. She's just fucking horrible. <laughs> she's just trying to acclimate him for the eventuality. <laughs> wouldn't it be cool? Don't you think it would be cool? But then the librarian, who looks very much like the paedophile from the last oh episode... <laughs> Prominently tells the kids most people like to be frightened in movies or stories and then smashes down the stamp on the book in a way that suggests he's definitely the bad guy for this episode. Him? No. The budding sex offender in the library. <laughs> <laughs> but on the walk home, I fucking love this bit. As they're walking home, Lucy has like this realization oh no, I left my blades at the library. <laughs> Just such so much. pandering to <laughs> 90s kids so yeah. much. My blades, no. I left my Tamagotchi. <laughs> <laughs> so she has to go back to get her blades. And she, she walks in and the, the librarian is humming to himself ominously again, obviously. Mm. And then he says, it's time, my plump little beauties. But it's okay, he's not talking about his balls. He's just <laughs> talking to his library tarantulas. You know, like all libraries have. Mm, and he's no. feeding them some little crickets. 
then, he then starts eating some of the crickets meant for the tarantulas and then mm. transforms into this alien bug boy. It's insane the prosthetics used for this. They look quite good, but it's yeah. just so out there. It's so mix-match sort of like theme in terms of like, it, I know it's meant to be a monster and there's no sort of like real categories, but it doesn't really fit into anything. He's got like these eyes on stalks. He's yeah. got like these little pointy fangs. He looks like Pepe the Frog. Yeah. But with yeah. Eyes, <laughs> but with, with eyes on stalks. I don't know. It's it's like you said, the prosthetics were pretty cool, but it, it, it didn't really sit in any sort of scary category. No, no. It ruins the tense feeling of the scene by being just so wild. Ridiculous, yeah. But again, this is for kids, isn't it? So I yeah, suppose so it can't it's... be genuinely scary. <laughs> he starts just mashing crickets down his throat really erotically, and Lucy, yeah. she's had enough. She bolts oh, out of there, obviously. I hated that bit. When the, all the cricket, he picks up a big handful and they're all crawling oh, yeah. over his hands and up his arms. I'm not good with like creepy crawly stuff anyway. But that was the scariest part of this for me. Just him skin on skin contact with crickets. <laughs> for me, it's when he was feeding the tarantulas the crickets. But instead of holding one or putting it down in there, he just let them crawl around his hand and then held his hand near the tarantula. Minging. Fuck that, man. <laughs> Do you want to grab one that. of these or a piece of me? <laughs> <laughs> you want some of this? <laughs> yeah, so Lucy fucking runs home. Ironically, if she had her blades that she went back for, she'd have been out of there much quicker, but <laughs> those are never mentioned again. That, that was the MacGuffin for this scene alone. She has now <laughs> lost those blades for eternity. Yeah. Lucy tries to tell her parents that, uh, about the monsters she's just seen, but uh, hey, the episode isn't called The Girl Who Cried Monster for Nothing. They mm. think that she's just making it up. She phones her friend, who she was walking back from the library with earlier, uh, who also doesn't believe her. And then he says, calm down, Lucy, you're totally obsessed. To which she responds, ooh, big word. Is it? I've just proved that it's not because I didn't stumble over it. Whereas I did, particularly, this I can't even do it now. Ooh, yeah, big I'm... word. Is she it? forgets about the monster for a moment to razz her friend. <laughs> it reminded me of a time that I was at work and I can't remember what we were talking about. It was something and I said, uh, someone's being very political. Now, I think we're talking about a comedian or something. And one of the guys I worked with was like, cool, that's a big word. Political. <laughs> Is that a word that you were formerly unaware of? Is it? He was thick as fuck, to be fair, but... <laughs> right, Craig. Political? Cool, that's a big word. <laughs> 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 Not so much. Well, to, to prove that she's seen a monster, she goes back to the library with the idea in mind to take a picture uh, uh, of yeah. what she's seen. The librarian very creepily asks whether or not she thought the monster in Frankenstein was the most sympathetic character. This dude is making no effort not to appear like a monster. Every chance he gets, he hints to somebody, I'm not human, you know. Yeah. But he was also, in saying that Frankenstein line, I was thinking that maybe he would be like, he didn't want to be this monster and that he was he was scared to like out himself in front, well, as he would be because he looks like a fucking weirdo. But like, I thought it was going to be more sympathetic to him. He was like this tortured monster who couldn't be who he was. Immediately gives up on that. <laughs> we don't have time for that kind of in-depth story. No. We're gonna. <laughs> Lucy <laughs> pretends to leave here. Let's get to that because it's a good juxtaposition. <laughs> Lucy pretends to leave uh, and then she closes the door really loudly and then she stays mm. to watch him transform again. Uses exactly the same footage. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The transformation is exactly the same. And he's doing all the cricket stuff again. Lucy takes a picture, but he hears the clickety click of the camera. I, I think he just seems to kind of know that a picture is being taken because I don't think there was a flash. No. 
But she says later on there was, but when you saw her take the picture, you didn't see a flash, so... I don't know. We're in the we're in the weeds. We're in the weeds. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, well, she's about to be. He's yeah. like, um, who's there? Is there anybody there? And then within a second of saying that, he's like, I know it's you, Lucy. Keep running, little one. I love fast food. So yeah, like you just said, he completely gives up on being the misunderstood monster and jumps to, I'm going to eat this little girl. <laughs> I love it when they run. Not helping your nonce case either. <laughs> <laughs> again her blades would have come in really handy here but instead she she runs up to some bookshelves and she's on the floor and he's towering over her and while he's doing all this maniacal shit she pulls out the old crawl under his legs while he's laughing and manages to escape and when she leaves it's daytime this is library open hours yeah so why is this, this this how little this guy is trying to pretend he's not a monster to people? He's just transforming in the middle of the day when anybody could, could walk in. in. Yeah. yeah, the door wasn't locked. Lucy didn't lock the door on the way out. It was just still accessible. Yeah, someone could have walked in and said, oh, I've just finished this lovely book. I'm going to go and pick another one up from the library. Oh my God, there's Pepe the Frog. <laughs> So once Lizzie gets home, she calls up her friend again, who is still nameless, no idea who he is. Mm. And he says, you know Mortman knows where you live, right? Your address is on your library card. She has no concept of why that's dangerous. She's just like, yes, so, 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 oh, big word, library card. (laughs) What's this word, card, that you're saying (laughs) But then he explains that, well, if he's a monster, he's going to come round and get you. Uh, and finally, she seems to worry. And because these episodes are so short and so fast paced, we've got no time between that conversation and him appearing because he's at the fucking door. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. He's he's knocking on the door. And to her credit, she does try and like do the bluff and like my parents are home. Although she does say that she's home alone immediately. And then tries to back out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Dad's just polishing his rifle. Yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah, now he's at the door acting really, really suspiciously. Sus as fuck. (laughs) Yeah, they know that he lives on the other side of town as well, don't they? Yes, yeah, the library's nowhere near. That's why she needs her blades to get there. Uh, uh, (laughs) Yeah, but it's it's not helping, again, his case of looking, at the very, very least, like a sex offender. He's following a child back to her house. And no one's batting an eyelid about this. Not even her parents, as we'll see later. They should be more worried that a forty mid-40s, maybe 50s librarian is following their teenage daughter home. But they're like, nah, nah, he's harmless. He's just a weirdo who works at the fucking library. Maybe be a bit more concerned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so his um, cover is that he's returning the backpack, which she left when she ran screaming from the library. And he, he asserts here that don't worry, it was on my way. Which I was just thought, it's like an ominous line for him to say, well, it was on my way to eat you. So yeah. that's why he's brought it back. But Lucy's parents come home now after he leaves. She manages to convince him to go away. He doesn't try to break in either. He is a monster. He could get in and, and kill for her. Sure. Yeah, it's, and she'd opened the door. It was just the screen door between her and him. Yeah. So he could have just punched through it. <laughs> oh no, that was the last episode where there was an open window. I'm getting my wires crossed oh, yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> But he could have just gone in through the window. <laughs> but there's probably still open windows. It's a nice yeah. hot summer's day. Unless he's like a vampire and has to be invited in. Oh uh, yeah, all the rules on monsters are all mixed up on this because very much like vampires, he doesn't appear in photos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we'll get to that momentarily. Lucy's parents come home after he fucks off 
and she tries to tell them that Mortman came by. I found it so funny that her mum was instantly like, that's so nice of him. It wasn't even on his way at all. <laughs> exactly. Just to text the first Be worried. <laughs> they know he's been following her. They know he lives on the other side of town. He's going to abduct her at the very least. I honestly think they put this line here, just in case when Mortman said it was on his way, we believed that and forgot completely that he was trying to eat her. The mum yeah. had to say, oh no, it wasn't on his way. So we knew, yeah. oh my God, he was going to eat her. <laughs> it wasn't on his way at all. Let's invite him over for dinner, I reckon. <laughs> this man who's trying to kidnap our daughter. <laughs> well, that's about to fucking happen. <laughs> because... She finally convinces them to, like, at least look at the evidence she's got when she took those photos in the library. So Lucy is taken to get the photos developed at, like, some snappy snaps or something. I don't know if that translates for American viewers, but that's little (laughs) shops that used to be in the UK where you'd go to get your pictures developed. Maybe they're still around. Maybe they do passport photos and stuff, but... Maybe, yeah. Who fucking knows. On the way out of the store, her brother finally gets her back and just fucking slaps the photos to the ground. <laughs> which was fuck, so mate. fucking funny. And he disappears from this episode now until the end. He was just in it to do this. <laughs> He's getting his own back for the fucking yeah, razor the monster tooth thing. shit. Yeah, fuck nice photos, mate. Fuck you. <laughs> and as she's picking them up, Mortman is looming over her. That's the librarian, by the way. I don't know if I connected those dots for people earlier on, but the librarian is Mortman. Mm. And for some reason now, the parents invite him back for dinner. <laughs> and he just, in front of the parents, very obviously continues to be a monster. Because he <laughs> leans over and doesn't whisper. He just says out loud, It's been so long since I've had a home-cooked meal. But in a very ominous way to yeah, Lucy. To staring directly at her. Yes. <laughs> it's been so long. Whoa, buddy, stop talking to my daughter like that. <laughs> nope, come round for dinner. Come see her bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) You take her home if you want. Oh, so now we're back at Lucy's house. And she's showing her mum the pictures. And Lucy thinks that because Mortman isn't in the picture, that proves he's a monster. But to Mm. be fair to the mum, who we don't know is a monster yet, obviously that's just a photo of no one in it. So fair dues for not believing her. But the mum actually says here, I don't care if he's a werewolf, he's still coming for dinner, which is a strange thing to say until you realise what the twist is about to be. My my notes here was, you wouldn't care he's a werewolf, a supernatural night beast with superhuman strength and an insatiable hunger. Yeah, sure, come on in. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have to be invited, and they don't yeah. appear in photos. <laughs> Just blanket across all monsters. It would also be a paedophile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god we've been too nonce heavy in these episodes yeah. Johnny we'll have to calm it down for the next ones <laughs> yeah. well if they stop fucking making all these characters weirdly fucking noncy I will stop but someone needs to look into R.L. Stein. that's all I'm saying <laughs> the eternally 70 year old man yeah. while Mortman arrives for dinner now and even though he is like an insatiable erotic bug eating monster slash paedophile the most insane thing that has happened so far in this episode is right now is I know where what say. Yeah, I know you know where Lucy has it's an hors d'oeuvre tray full of dry, sauceless meatballs, and her mum is like, "Aren't you going to serve one to him?" And then in front of everybody, he just eats a big old dry meatball. And it's like, "Oh, lovely! What's for dinner?" In what conceivable universe do you eat a meatball on its own? 
Unless you're cooking meatballs and you have one before it goes into like a pasta dish or it goes into something else. That made me bitterly angry. Florence, <laughs> she was sat next to me on the sofa. She was like, are you all right? I was like, this is absurd. This is, they've taken it too far. They really have. Really fancy platter she's holding it on. Like this is the, the, the nice china you get out for guests who are like of high importance, you know. And it's just got 12 massive... Not even the small ones you would have as an order if you had meatballs in the insane universe you live in. These are palm-sized meatballs. <laughs> Eating it like a Scotch egg. I'm glad that annoyed you as well. Oh my god. <laughs> Honestly, that by far is the most ludicrous thing that's happened in this episode. <laughs> well, now Mormon says what's for dinner, like I just said. And Lucy's parents say, well, they wanted it to be a surprise, but he is... Then they transform into weird reptilian people and they eat Mortman in front of the kids. (laughs) And then they just turn to the kids and say, you can't tell anyone we're monsters. And they go, we know. We know we're monsters. That's that's fine. They're like, oh, soon you'll get your training fangs and you'll be able to transform like mummy and daddy. And then everyone just carries on with their life. Like... It's. I thought it was a bit of a cheap way out of it, but it was a twist that I did not see coming at all. I think it only clicked for me when they invited him round for dinner, because that was yeah. very Hannibal Lecter, you know? Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. I'd love yeah. to have you for dinner. <laughs> I was wondering, maybe the meatballs themselves were made of human? Possibly, yeah. But that might be a bit dark for a kid's thing. Yeah, implied, mate. Im- yeah, but paedophiles is fine. Everywhere, yeah. paedophiles. <laughs> I can't move for nonsense in this town. So that, obviously I ended this with the question that what was all this for then? Like all the scared of monsters stuff if they were monsters. But they do try to explain it off as the real scary thing is another monster being in the neighbourhood because they could mm. dox you as a monster and you don't yeah. want that. So you have to get rid of them straight away. And then the, the, the episode ends off with you seeing a monster in the window and then they transform again, ready to eat it. But it turns out it's just Lucy's nameless friend from earlier creeping around the house at what is clearly 11.30 at night. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, am I too late for dinner? Ah, oh, gee shucks. And then the dad is like, he pretends he's going to eat him and yeah. then instead just raises a cherry pie, which I assume because he sat down and hasn't moved, was just sat on his lap the entire time. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you would leave it in the kitchen at the very least. Like but it's nice and warm on my lap. We use a lizard person. He needs that extra heat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a hot rock. Oh, well, Donny, we've reached the end of the episode, oh. and we've reached the question: How many bumps do you goose this, and why? This is—it was a roller coaster. It was a roller coaster. I did not expect the parents to be monsters, so that itself is worth a few gooses. <laughs> a few bumps. <laughs> um, it really blindsided me, but I, I feel like the rest of it made kind of little to no sense. <laughs> and for the meatball thing alone, I'm giving it one bump. <laughs> that is fair. I enjoyed this. It's not one of the iconic ones. It's not one I yeah. remembered at all. I did really love the twist, and I like the insanity of the episode. I didn't yeah. get why the boy was in it other than for someone to bounce exposition off at points. I would have given this a 10 just for sheer enjoyment of how odd it was. But again, also because of the meatball thing, <laughs> I'm going to bump it down to a nine. <laughs> nine bumps out of 10. Polar offices. Good Lord. It was 
I think I might have been a bit harsh with the one. It was. I think the the twist itself is maybe raises it up to a three. I'm gonna I'm gonna recalibrate. Nice. But yeah, it was a. Uh, it was stupid. Can't forgive <laughs> that meatball thing. No. I'm glad you also hated that. <laughs> take that to the fucking grave, mate. I'll, I'll never forgive him. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Johnny. And thank you all for listening. Please leave us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts. God, it would help so much. Follow us over on Twitter and Instagram at So You Think Pod. And until next time, Goosebumps. Goosebumps? New York. It's beyond the five bubbles. It's worldwide. Rappers out and I'm tripping rap flow For them rocks spitting bean monsters Sipping that blow Rock colors know the style Triple that dough 40 cal for them cops Suckers sit them back slow What y'all know about cold Rise get them that low I'm out